0: Welcome to the word is life the word is life podcast welcome to the word is life the word is life podcast welcome to the word is life the word is life podcast, podcast yeah Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the What Is Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Spee's in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself, back at you with another episode, episode 35. I want to thank you, wherever you're at in the world, for tuning in right now, for making this a part of your daily routine, your evening routine, whether you're working out, whether you're driving, your fast whip, your cool whip, whether you're walking your dog, your cat. Whether you're taking a stroll around the neighborhood with your children. Yo, thank you. I love you. Y'all are all growing with me. We are all growing in consciousness, growing in awareness. And I don't know about y'all, but every time I drop an episode, every time we drop an episode, every time you all listen, every time I'm uttering this stuff. It makes me really think about what I'm doing in my day to day. Am I really choosing the same habits that are not serving me or am I striving to become a better version of me? Am I really trying to consume the right things that will make me a better being, make my light shine brighter, make me feel lighter, make me feel comfortable in my own skin? So, shout out to you all for even allowing me to have this opportunity because I love dropping these episodes. I love being able to have this type of dialogue with you all. And trust me, this would not be happening without you all. So, thank you. I love you all. And before we get any further into this discussion, into this podcast, I have to let you know that Pal Pullen is in attendance. He is ready, almost said wetty, he is ready and eager to hear what episode 35 is all about. So shout out to him, and again, shout out to you. And without further ado, let's get to it. Episode 35. Now, why is it that we fear what we don't know? Why is it that we fear what we don't understand? Sometimes we fear asking a question because we don't want to hear the answer. Sometimes we hate asking people to do things or for a favor because we don't know how they're going to react or how they're going to respond. So... We choose to make it harder on ourselves by not asking the people that we trust, that we know, that we care for. Some people might have their reasons for that. Some people might just not want to be bothered with doing that. And some people would say, if you want something done right, you might as well just do it yourself. So there's different logics at play as to why we fear what we don't know. Do we fear our own power? Do we fear that we can accomplish so much on this earth that we don't know where to start? Do we get overwhelmed. We get overwhelmed by our own power, we get consumed by our own power. And now the power of fear And stopping us from even starting? Like, what? What? But that's what happens in life. That's what happens in life. The fear of asking a question has stopped a lot of us from stepping into that next level, stepping into that next threshold, stepping into that next dimension. Because if we're not questioning ourselves every day, then what are we really doing as beings? Why are we really here? We start to not question our surroundings anymore and start to accept that this is what it is. This is the environment that I'm living in. This is the environment that I'm never going to leave. I'm always going to be in this community. I'm always going to have this circle. I'm always going to have this space. The space to be myself. The space, the circle of friends that I keep around. And where I live. We get so comfortable in. Our domain. We get so comfortable with our habits. And when our environments and our habits become toxic, we start developing hope that it will change. And if you're living off hope, that's cool, but sometimes hope never comes. You won't see it in your lifetime because you're not creating that change in your lifetime. And the only way hope comes to fruition is through change. And if you get so comfortable, you won't even notice that times are changing. And when you do start to notice that times are changing, you start to develop friction because you're not going with the flow. You don't wanna adapt to the changes that are being brought to you, the changes in your body. The changes in your community, the changes that your friends are going through, the changes that your family is going through. Everyone is going through something, and people are either repressing it or expressing it in a positive outlet or a not too positive outlet, which would be considered negative. And we need negativity to grow. So we know what positivity is. So we must embrace the negativity when it shows up because the way that we deal with it determines the change and outcome that is going to manifest in our lives. The sooner we grasp that, the more change that we are able to Create a lot of this life still is unknown to us, it's very new to us. We, as a race, have not been on this earth for too long. For too long, we haven't. If it wasn't for the trees, we wouldn't have air to breathe. If it wasn't for the vegetation, we wouldn't have food to eat. And when I say we, I mean the animals too. The animals, too. If we didn't have the moon, we wouldn't have these tides. We wouldn't have the emotions that we feel. Now, what are tides? When we think of tides, we usually think of the water. We think of high tides and low tides. High volume of water, low volume of water. Those are what creates the waves, in the ocean now since our body is 75 percent water the moon has effect on our body as well on our being as well when you, when we think about our emotions where does it hurt the most Our heart. Where else? Our gut. We can feel these emotions in our gut. When we have that gut feeling, it evokes an emotion through the heart or through the the solar plexus up through the heart chakra. Your brain is not even processing that. It doesn't even know. It's not even aware. That's your intuition speaking to you. The moon your emotions the moon is making you aware of your emotions that's why i'm saying if you be, if if you subscribe to the theory of astrology then you have to understand that what is out there in the universe all the planets that are in our solar system those are chakras within our bodies As above, so below. There's a reason why we, when we look out into the sky, we can see the moon, we can see the sun, we can see Venus. Now, we would need a telescope to really see Venus, but we can see it. We need a telescope to see all the rest of the planets. But they're out there. Just like we are down here. And it's crazy. Like if you study the Spanish language, their days are named after planets. Their days are named after planets. It's <laughs> it's mind-blowing when you think about it. But you never probably would have thought about it. Because... If you did, if you don't know the days of the week in Spanish, then you won't ever know. You won't even be aware of that, of what's really going on in the skies. Now, when we think about the sky, we think about the clouds. We think about the sky being clear. We think about the sky being dark and raining. Our brain works just like the sky. We can have negative thoughts, positive thoughts, emotional thoughts that makes us want to tear up and cry. And I'm not going to lie, tears of joy are real. Trust me, trust me. When I graduated, I cried for a little bit, <laughs> like five seconds. But it was cool though. I embraced that. When our mind is clear of thoughts, we feel at peace. We feel chilled out. We feel spaced out. We feel zoned out. When our mind is foggy, we can't. We can't recollect. We can't really think. We can't really process start to experience headaches, migraines, feel like we need to go lay down. Now, if art imitates life, then we have to think who created this life. We have to start there. Who created this life? Who created the universe? Who created this solar system that we're living in? Then we have to see, we have to break down the seasons. then we have to plot what's in the sky. Then when we know what energies are in the sky, we can use that to our advantage throughout our day to day. We know how to communicate with the energies that are being sent to us. Think about how many times we have random thoughts or ideas that just come out of nowhere, and then we act on them. But think about why there's some days when we wake up and we just feel like shit. And other days we feel ready and active to go. Like Mondays, for example, the Monday blues. Nobody liked going to school on Mondays. Nobody liked going to work on Mondays. But almost Friday, when it was Friday... Because, you know, Venus rules Friday. That's the planet I love. Everybody's excited. And that's the heart shocker too. Everybody's jubilant. Everybody's filled with glee. Yippee! All that. <laughs> Everybody happy. Doing heel clicks. Ready to go party it up. Ready to go finger-popping. Ready to get turnt lit. Whatever the young boys and girls are saying nowadays. They doing that. They ready to show out. Show up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Roscoe Dash blocked me on Twitter. And I don't know why he did that. That is still unknown to me. I would like to know why. But anywho. What does unknown mean? What does unknown really mean? Well, it's a state of being where we are unaware of our thoughts surroundings and circumstances like the water for example some would say 95 percent of our ocean is still unexplored we don't know what the fuck is living in there we don't know if bigfoot got a whole colony down there we don't know if the leviathan is really down there We have no clue what is going on in that ocean. But I guarantee you that, I don't know, 1,000 years, 2,000 years, like another 2,500-year cycle, a lot will be known about the ocean. A lot will be explored. Think about technology now and how it's advancing so rapidly, especially with us being in the information age. I mean look at Silicon Valley for example. They're going crazy over there in the tech game. The tech world over there is amazing. And you got to think about what's going on in Japan and other countries. Shit is getting developed at a fast rate. And as much as as much as technology is advancing and coming to fruition the more lazy the mind of the human being is becoming. Like, look at artificial intelligence, for example, AI robots. You can't tell me that there's not going to come a day in time when they become aware of themselves and aware of the world that they live in. You can't tell me that that day is not coming. You cannot tell me that that day is not coming. So just know what's going on. It's why it's important to be in the know. Don't fear what you don't understand. Embrace what you don't understand. Embrace what is hindering you from knowing a person, knowing a job, knowing a duty, knowing your environment, knowing yourself. Because how can you be yourself if you don't know yourself fully, inside and out? We know that we are not the flesh, but we control this flesh. We live in this flesh. We live in this body. And we stay in the temple because that's where we are most programmable. And that's where we do the most programming. So if you're in an unaware, unconscious state, and that's what happens usually when we watch television because we're so dialed in to that, what's going on right there, we're consuming all that and programming our minds for that little bit of time to think and act like that, to act like what we are seeing or watching. And in that state, when we're being programmed by that television or social media or whatever we are being consumed by at the time, like a book, for instance, we are unaware of our thoughts and the circumstances that it could lead us to. Like watch a scary movie before you go to bed. You might have a bad dream. Or, if you think scary movies are funny, it will be a funny dream. (laughs) I think scary movies are funny sometimes. like Because they're so predictable, I don't get scared when I watch them. Besides some of them insidious movies. Now those, because I don't know where they're going with it sometimes. That's why I like them. So shout out to the producers of Insidious. But when we, when we are watching movies like that, we start to have these thoughts like, okay, if I was in this situation, what would I do? And nine times out of ten, you might never be in that situation. But if that situation arises, you start to think, what would you do? So we are able to put ourselves into a different space, into a different atmosphere into a different surroundings through what we watch. That's why the power of imagination and and visualization is so important. Because if we naturally have these and we learn to develop these gifts, or these, yeah, these gifts, isn't it crazy? Because gifs and gifts, like, are so relevant and part of our life. When I just said gifts, I started thinking about those little what those little gifs are that we send to each other back and forth. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. That's why language is weird. Semantics is weird, but it's so cool because we are able to get our message across. But somebody who doesn't understand English, this might just all sound like babble and sound like a baby, a newborn baby, when they're talking. They probably don't have no clue what I'm saying. Like for me, for instance, lately I've been listening to a lot of crooner music and some of these artists are French and I have no clue what they're saying when they're singing in French, but it be a vibe. So I'm vibing out to it in my brain. I noticed my brain trying to figure out what it is that they're saying. And that was cool for me to be made aware of because I haven't had that feeling in a long time to actually feel like I need to learn another language so I can immerse myself into that world and understand it from that perspective. But back to what I was saying about the power of imagination and visualization, which I have talked about in an earlier podcast, so if you haven't listened to that yet, go check that out. If we develop these gifts, then we would be able to put ourselves into, oh my gosh, into the circumstances that we actually want to be in, the surroundings that we actually want to be in every single day. We would attract the right thoughts that we want to get us there, to have us live out the vision that we keep seeing in our minds instead of somebody else's vision that we continue to watch. Because that, ladies and gentlemen, that starts to affect our relationships with other people, our family members, and most importantly, ourselves. Because we start to question if what we are doing is right. And if we're always questioning ourselves, we're living in a state of, unknowingness because we don't know why we are conducting ourselves how we are conducting ourselves or why we are acting how we're acting or why we keep attracting these same thoughts, these same peoples and these same situations and circumstances that are not serving us. Because when we consume what others Are producing. Whether negative or positive. We are going to. Cling to that. We're going to cling to that. Have that thought and be like nope. This guy said don't fuck with it. He went through this that and the third. Not gonna fuck with it. Or. Whatever this person said. Was successful. And like okay. He did it. So. I can do it. That's called inspiration. She did it, so I can do it. That's called inspiration. Inspiration. But at the same time, we can see somebody accomplish something and be like, wow, that could never be me. That could never be me. Because we can become so programmed into thinking that we are meant to live a certain way and live a certain lifestyle that a successful one, the one that we have painted in our heads, can never come to life. Why? Because we are afraid to ask people questions that can get us to the next level of where we want to be. And we are afraid to question why we are having these fearful thoughts And we begin to question, can we really do what we are really meant here to do? Can we really live out our sole purpose? Or should we even continue even trying to find our sole purpose? When you hold on to your dream for so long and you keep putting that foot forward, you keep putting your best foot forward, the universe will shower you with abundance. You're going to get everything that you are seeking because this earth is alive. This earth is your witness. You don't have to have a thousand people rooting for you as long as you are rooting for yourself because this earth, damn it, is rooting for you. This universe is rooting for you. So if you believe in God, it's up to you to decide if God is punishing you or if God is building you up to get everything that you deserve when it's time for you to get what you are owed. Because the grind will always reward. What you put out into this universe will come back to you tenfold. But if you're a why me type of person, if you play the victim role all the time, You're going to continue to feel the punishment. You're going to continue to feel the pain. And you're going to continue to feel like God put you here to be punished. It's really that simple. And this life is so simple. But we overcomplicate it because we are emotional beings. We are aware of ourselves. We are conscious. And we fear what we don't know. So the more that we fear ourselves, the more reluctant we are to know ourselves. The more reluctant we are to confront ourselves, confront why we act how we act, confront why we have this temper, confront our past, and we'll never evolve. We'll never reach that next state of consciousness. Because when you live in the state of fear, You live in a state of unknowingness and you will only know fear. You will only know why you shouldn't do something. And that's all the advice you'll be able to tell other people. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't do that if. Fuck all that. You're here to experience this world, try everything. (laughs) Try everything. Try everything that you want to try. Do everything that you want to do. You'll know if it's for you and you'll know whether to do or not to do. You'll know which desires attract you and you'll know which desires you need to rebuke. This life is very simple. And if you don't get the basics, if you don't get the basic fundamentals of life, then you will, you will always struggle. You'll always struggle. And if you know the basic fundamentals of life and you're not applying them, then nobody should feel sorry for you. And you shouldn't expect anybody to feel sorry for you. You shouldn't even feel sorry for you. I just can't stress enough how important it is for us to know ourselves. And we have to go through the bullshit and endure it all for us to really know ourselves. Because when we know who we are, we are able to become more intentional beings, know what it is that we truly want for ourselves and our loved ones around us. When we know ourselves, that's when we can create the most change. Doors will start to open for us. We will start to attract what is meant for us. We will start to attract the money that we want, attract the people that we want, attract the love and happiness that we need. So it's important for us to be gentle with ourselves and not be so hard on ourselves so we can fully embrace and immerse in ourselves and who we are. But we will never know who we are We don't confront ourselves Confront our thoughts And confront If What we are doing Is really meant For us So that's all the time That we have here For the What Is Life podcast I want to thank you all For coming through And listening to episode 35 This has been a great discussion Great dialogue And without you This episode wouldn't even exist Because Through each and every one of you, I'm able to get to know myself a little more, a little better. And hopefully, I'm not alone in this journey. So if you made it to the end of this episode, you're a special light, special soul. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting, liking, hating, loving, discussing the What Is Life podcast and for always making this a part of your daily routine. This is so dope, man, so dope. If you haven't purchased a Love So Blind yet, I still don't know what's wrong with you. Maybe I should throw a book at your head or something. Call that a book read. <laughs> I got bars. I got bars. Y'all heard that? Throw a book at your head. Call it a book read. <laughs> Yo, that's hard. But um, yeah, if you haven't copped the Love So Blind yet, What are you doing with your life for real though? Like, are you afraid of love? Do you not want to know what you're being blinded by? Do you not want to know what you're choosing to be blind to when it comes to love? Huh? Love is the only thing that transcends through time, through space, through dimensions. Because love is the ultimate desire. It's getting spooky, man. Uh, Thank you all. I love you all and stay tuned for episode 36. As always, it's been your boy, your host, Sensei Speeds in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. I'll see you in the next episode.